1: Welcome back to another installment of New Books and Poetry's month-long celebration of the chapbook, Palooza. I am your host, Jen Fitzgerald. Our guest today is the lovely and talented artist Ashley Nguanta. Ashley is a writer-photographer who is driven by landscape and place. She is the art director of Smoke Long Quarterly, and her first collection, The Way Home, is out with Dancing Girl Press and has been republished for Kindle with The Writing Disorder. She has translated the collection into a live performance, too, with dancing and music. This year, her poem, San Andreas Fault, which appears in the Ampersand Review, was nominated for the Pushcart Prize. Her new collection of poetry and photographs for The Woman Alone just came out with Ampersand Books this year. Welcome, Ashley. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. Uh, First things first, let's discuss what our listeners cannot see. This collection is gorgeous. It looks like the artist's sketchbook that we all wish we could create. Please tell us a little bit about the aesthetic choices you made for the book. Thank you.
0: Um, I was originally going into this not knowing what it would be, and my publisher and I, when we agreed on including photographs, we were talking And we both thought it was a really good idea to turn this into a journal. Mm. And um, Jason Cook, my publisher, has a friend, Matthew Rivera, and I saw some of his designs, and I loved them. And he made a few sample pages for the book, and I knew I wanted to work with him immediately. Um, So... We work together in that um, I would tell him, I really like that color or, you know, can we put a photo of Eleanor Roosevelt here or can we do this? Can we put Daytona on this ticket and Austin, Texas on this this bus ticket? And, um, you know, I also mentioned um, there is um, a Gemini Rising show happening, mm-hmm. which is a, a real musical artist and... Truth or Consequences, New Mexico. You know that I—I I was like, this this show has to happen in Truth or Consequences. <laughs> so um, we all, you know, work together to kind of put this journal out. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so, are any of the photographs in here yours? Yeah, they're all mine. They're oh, all wow, mine. That's fantastic! Oh, yeah, they're—they're they're beautiful. Um, and the, the treatments, the thing that I, I really enjoyed was, um, like, some of the poems appear faded or appear like they were placed on or um, that the tape holding them to the page has aged. I mean, the attention to detail is so meticulous and so beautiful. Um, I, I don't think I've ever seen anything like it. Thank you. Um,
0: I, yeah, I, I feel like um, I definitely could not have made this part of the book come out without Rivera at all.
1: Yeah, collaboration can be amazing. Um, would you read
0: a piece for us? Um, How to Love a Soul and a Body? How to Love a Soul in a Body. I want to write about your hometown. I have done this a million times before. Missing you, missing you, detailing that space where you grew. Grief is nothing but a hand slapped onto my belly, my breast, telling me, no, you can't have. And when home found me, I was a monster growing, holding my grandfather's hand. The other men walked beside us as we ran. They glided like birds, a song all psychedelic and loose. Now that I am older, when I pray, my hands grow so big they become maps and the tips of my fingers, they can reach the ceiling tiles. And I pray so hard, the tiles become Marilyn Monroe, and my mouth is right there, right there. And my neighbors, they are making coyote noises at the moon. My knees are stained green, like when I hitched a ride with that woman. I pressed my lips to her neck, and she was gold-hardened and I was mascot singing a big hair song. You weren't there, and I understood this, so I sang stronger, and I prayed so hard that Florida herself swallowed me into belly, the whale, and I fell asleep. Thank you very much. Um your poems, they're, they're,
1: they're striking. Um, they definitely, they make leaps and connections and um, they create a movement that appears to be organic but it's not necessarily. Can you talk a little bit about your process?
0: With this poem, I was actually given a few words from Michelle Rial at um, Everyday Fiction. Okay. And for the Flash Fiction Chronicles, and this is an edited version of that, um, and she was interviewing me about the way home and and I felt like the words really helped me to actually stay grounded in a feeling that I had that i didn 't understand how to come out um, and I think my process is mostly um. It's actually very feeling driven. Yeah. And I don't it works for now. I don't know if it'll work forever. But um, you know, I just I really just I have kind of a life experience practice. I challenge myself to have a lot of life experiences and if the writing happens, it happens. And then once the writing has happened, I will like sit down a few times a week and and edit. And force myself to edit, but
1: Yeah, I really like that idea of how um, a few words or images can keep you somewhere where maybe your body and mind doesn't necessarily want to stay, and that art could come from there.
0: I like that. Yeah, that's how it felt, exactly.
1: Um, So let's hear another poem. Could you please read to us um, Body Out? Yes.
0: Body Out. There is a freshly made bed next to mine that I don't touch. There is a hum in the room, a hymn in the sky that evening, two animal gods stood mountaintop and I sat below in the sunset, my body rooted theirs extended all precision and color, hoof on mountain top, bone and rock, fur and mane, curve and wish the desert is nothing but curve and wish the sh- of air, the hush of morning, of waking, of speaking to a silent room, to an unbearable angel, to a moment not unlike birth, legs open, body out. Thank you. Um, what the listeners can't see is that
1: this... Um poem appears handwritten, and it subverts the notion of what we think of with handwriting as, like, drafts of poetry. Because when you read this, you're thinking, like, oh, this is, you know, this will be a process poem. But no, this is a polished piece full of prosody that is just uh, written in the in the hand, which I think makes it feel more intimate somehow. But like I said, like, this could be printed. This is polished enough to be, you know... It's a poem it's in the book what What made you decide to leave it in your handwriting?
0: I feel like handwriting is something you know there are so many there are so many answers to this question, but I think handwriting is something that I feel is so beautiful, and um, I think that it was definitely a risk for me to include my handwriting in the book because it is so personal. Mm-hmm. But I also think we can't lose sight of you know your heart and that part of yourself
1: mm-hmm. Absolutely. um yeah, and you, actually your handwriting is lovely too mm-hmm. so <laughs> if i if I was to put my handwriting in a book, it would be illegible, and people would be concerned uh. <laughs> <laughs> um so i do I do want you to read um one more poem. It's um, the long, longer one, but I wanted to give you an opportunity to um, say something to the listeners about, about this collection, something that you would like them to know as they go out and buy it and enter into its world.
0: I feel like... I don't know. I feel like whenever I read a book, I know, at least at some point what it's giving to me and that changes that can change like frequently or not. But I don't really know what this book can give to you. I think it's up to you. Maybe this book will help you reconnect with someone you love and miss. Maybe it will help you feel stronger. I hope it helps you feel stronger and I hope this book helps you feel loved. That's beautiful.
1: Thank you. Um, Could you read seven ways of unfolding as the final poem?
0: Okay. Seven Ways of Unfolding One The first time I saw you I was certain you were light itself No filters, just light Your voice, a soft burning sun Your skin, stars I opened and you were gentle Your voice And I knew I had found a sliver of God That I was safe And so were you. Two. The last time I thought I saw you was in a grocery store. But it was not you. You were taller. Your shoulders broader. Your step longer. Movement slower. That last time I thought I saw you, I started to walk away. And then I walked towards. And I walked fast. And my heart... It beat wildly. You know my wild heart well. And the last time I thought I saw you, the woman I saw as you, she didn't turn around to notice. That's when I should have known. But she was soft, safe. That was the same. It was as if we were in a dream. You, yourself, but someone else the details off, the words almost, almost out. Three. The last time I saw you, you, everything was light. The room, you, the way you understood my window and my shadow and my light. You sat near yours, looking out, breathing in. You spread your arms wide and said, get out there, and you wanted to push me but didn't. And then we were in the ocean you drew years ago on lined paper, you a scribble on the page as was I. And you said as you handed me the ocean swim, and I did, in a sea near Mexico, and I called you from the road and you answered you did, and we talked about how beautiful life is parred down. And in the ocean near Mexico, the sun shone. And the mountains made everything more private, Silence, And the morning was a prayer. I held Mary in my palms without knowing she would come, really come to help, when I would fly to the other side of the country to begin again. Four. The last time I will see you, I imagine it will go like this. A hug, the ocean inside each of us, me driving away, alone or not alone, my body becoming something else, the earth entirely, maybe the universe, the whole thing, spinning and filling my body, you here in my belly, the whale, God in the thread joining and separating your body. God, I will never see you again. God, this is what I imagine. The last time, the last time. Five. In the moment I curl, a shell and the scribbles of us are out there in the ocean ready And as I curl, I understand my own body and understand yours, too. The way you would breathe abdomen in and out. And the way I would follow years ago with you and you holding me terrified, beginning, scared, honest. Six. You push me out. I swim towards another And sometimes, I look back for you, and you are there. The last time I saw you, you swam like an angel, your body lifted with salt wings, effortlessly warm, a light in the ocean, strong, steady, there, waving, seeing me, knowing who I am. Seven. And now, all I ask of you is this, remember me. Remember how I opened, how gentle you were, how I tried, how you tried, how we both grew, how I gathered and lost and gathered again, and how you gathered and lost and gathered again. Remember me with you, without you. Remember me swimming on paper, blooming. Remember the way you held me as I opened. How softly you placed me in the ocean. How I love you as I go.
1: Thank you very much. That is an absolutely beautiful poem. Thank you. So, I wish we had more time, but we don't. So I want to thank you for coming on to the show and for sharing your work with us. Thank you so much for having me. It means a lot. This is Jen Fitzgerald with New Books and Poetry, reminding you to support all the arts, but especially poetry.